1: And now,
0: coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only Pucko Podcast! So, Whimsy Cotton Maximus, what's brown and sticky? Um. Chocolate
2: um, bubblegum? Duffy? A stick. You get it. Oh,
3: my
2: you get. It? Oh. Okay. Here's here's another
0: one. Here's another one. What did one lawyer say to the other?
2: In legalese or in English?
0: <laughs> uh, they. I'll cut to the chase. I'll I'll spare you that one. They said. Uh, he said. We're both lawyers. It's hilarious. I love that joke great. I
3: didn't even get this one. That you are spiraling into a dark, dark hole.
0: My, My humor is the only thing keeping me from sinking into a deep depression because I do not have my oil tanker right now.
4: Well, don't pull us down there with the jokes.
2: Puck Go! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah. Fuck Go! Grab your friends, it's that time Paco. again. Yes. Listen to the shit with the fuck never meant. It's Puck Fuck oh
1: yeah. Paco.
0: And welcome to the 204th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my co-hosts, Mr. Maximus.
3: And the fluffy swimsicot.
0: And we are here to bring you another Puckleicious episode of the Puckle Podcast. Um Puckle, of course, stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. If you're a new listener, welcome. Thank you for making it two and a half minutes into the episode. Uh Puckle is an online Pokemon community as well as a podcast where we all just kind of hang out, talk Pokemon, um, and do things. The community is very much like the podcast, actually. Uh where we all just kind of hang out, do poke- talk Pokemon, play some tournaments, and, you know, do some things. <laughs> do some things.
3: They uh, are fun things, dude. They
0: are fun things. Uh, so, without further ado, let's move on to the question that I ask you guys every time before we start. Um, what have you been up to in Pokemon lately?
4: Well, just making new Pokemon. I recently made a Pidgeot for Mega Pidgeot, obviously. And made a tangler. Not exactly sure if I'm keeping it a tangler or making it a tangro, but like
0: uh for competitive online?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Are you playing battle spot or no? I am. You are like uh doubles battle spot or just singles battle spot? Singles. Um, I I wanna do that. I literally was thinking this morning, I'm like, I need to get into singles battle spot. Just so I can go to nationals again at Puckle in twenty sixteen and yeah. not be awful. <laughs>
4: Yeah, uh, whether or not um, Z is coming out this year or not. Oh, year. even
0: even if Z is coming, Z's not coming out this year. And uh, I mean, if it is, we would have heard about it by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but over but when Z comes out, uh, it still won't take over the VJC's playstyle. If that makes any sense, mm-hmm. this will be the second year where you have to use Omega Ruby and Alpha Alpha Sapphire to play.
4: Yeah, oh, but but this time I'm gonna be prepared. You hear that, Salamence? I'm coming for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that's true. Salamence was rough. That was real rough.
3: I hear Gator screaming somewhere far away.
0: Yeah, Mega Salamence was rough, though, at, at Nationals. I mean, like, in single battles, it there there's a reason it's banned.
4: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's just that it's, it's so good. Like, oh, my gosh. I mean, the only way to really take it out is to have uh, a decent fairy type, but you need like a super bulky special fairy type. Well, Bronzong. Bro- yeah, Bronzong could probably handle it pretty well. Um, I remember actually when I was preparing for, uh, I think they had the Battle of Hoenn not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like, I specifically, because the meta was just, uh, you can only use Pokemon in the Hoenn decks. Mm. And it was just like, well, then Mega Salamence is going to be there. And so Mega Salamence was more than definitely there. But what I did was I built a Regice for it.
4: <laughs>
0: Specifically to take on Mega Salamence. Because Mega Salamence could two-hit KO pretty much everything in the tier.
4: Even Registeel?
0: Uh, I think so. I think I think it gets Brick
4: Break, if I'm not mistaken? Oh, Flamethrower. Think...
1: Or, yeah, yeah
0: Flamethrower or Fire Blast. something. It, it'll get something that can take care of it. It also gets Earthquake. Um... And it's just like Mega Salamence in like a very restricted tier is way way too good, and that's a problem.
4: Yeah, no yeah. fairy types in Gen three. Whew.
0: Yeah, th- I mean you have one, and it's Gardevoir. Oh and yeah, it's
3: frail as anything, and so... it's not good
0: enough to stop Mega Salamence using Aerial 8 Hyper Voice.
3: Mm-mm.
0: And Hyper Voice is just nonsense.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, oh,
4: you know, well they don't if they don't have flamethrower. Is that because I see more special.
0: Yeah, you'll see more specials. I think because Hyper Voice getting the aerialate boost. Yeah, yeah. but Maybe double
3: Add- edge gets it, so. that too. So. Yeah, double
0: edge gets that, but there's no recoil with Hyper Voice. Sure. And recoil's but, a big deal.
3: I I mean both of them are absolutely devastating. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. How about you, once again? What have you been up to in Pokemon lately?
3: Oh well, uh since I don't have that much time, I'm I have decided to be a bit casual lately oh, that's and fine. I've I've put uh, my soul silver Nuzlocke on hold and I have been casually wonderlocking why and even more casually Nuzlocking omega ruby <laughs> and uh by even more casually I mean I'm sort of Nuzlocking it As in, I am allowing myself to have my first encounter be sensed by the DexNav. And if Mm. I see something I don't like, I will just walk a tiny bit too fast and I will (laughs) wait for the next DexNav encounter. So it's not entirely a nice look. But I found out last night that I made a terrible mistake. We started with Torchic
0: Mm. and then I picked up,
3: uh, Wormpole and Taylor and, that's and a great. That's
0: a great way to take on that rock type gym leader.
3: I <laughs> have not even gotten to the gym yet because in the forest, yeah. uh, my Dex Nav activated like two steps in, and it sensed a Slakoth, and I was like, "Whoa, Slakoth is like the rarest thing in here. It's yeah. so cool. I should get it." No, but that m- meant that I could not get a Shroomish, and when I said I didn't even get to the gym yet, it's because uh. Like I'm, I'm still alive. I haven't lost Nuzlocke yet. But on Route One Hundred Six, there are two trainers: a last with a Meryl, and a hiker with a Geodude, and they both <laughs> use Rollout.
0: Oh, but, that's nice. It's let's weird, just say,
3: thing. let's just say that my dead box in my PC <laughs> used to be called something like "Oh, the Fallen," and is now called ex- ex- expletive. Roll out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Uh,
3: not not if you're in my shoes and you have to take on a rock type gym with a torchic, a talo and a Ralt.
4: Why didn't you bother to come buskin?
3: Uh, i I'm going to very soon, but it's Hopefully. still it's still going to be weak to rock, right? So I mean,
0: but it'll gain's a type that's uh that uh that's super effective to rock at least.
3: It does. I wish it had some special fighting moves, because (laughs) Rock types have a gigantic defense, but we'll see. I'm probably going to lose and have to start over again.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So as for myself, I haven't done too much Pokemon stuff, because I had an abstract dropped on me
1: uh, Mm. last
0: minute for a conference where Thatch could possibly get a free vacation to Palm Springs, California. Mm. And so, by free vacation, vacation should be in, like, quotes. (laughs) Uh,
3: very big quotes
0: because it's technically a conference and so like i have to like network and other stuff but i get to go to palm springs so that's uh, something that's something i mean it's gonna be in january and it's gonna be in california so i'm pretty excited i mean
3: (laughs) you get a little respite from the cold
0: yeah i mean january is like the coldest month here too it's awful i mean Mm. i love living in the midwest but some sometimes like i regret those decisions and like it mostly like middle of january that's when i regret those decisions
4: hey, yeah hope, not like living in the south it's hot every every day of the week
0: every day yeah i know yeah um i also have been working on some puckle stuff this week in my downtime as well i mean i've been playing some pokemon showdown as always but uh <laughs> But I worked on a lot of Puckle stuff this week. Actually, uh, we may or may not be seeing t-shirts within like the next week or two. Yeah, uh, that people may or may not be able to purchase. <laughs> uh, don't don't know all of the specifics yet, but we'll find out. Uh,
3: One thing is for sure: they are very theoretical t-shirts.
0: They are very theoretical t-shirts. It depends on a number of factors. <laughs> uh, number number of factors. So, but if we they turn out all right. they may very well turn up somewhere on the puckle website for people to purchase it's i
3: like, actually i really fun.
0: like the design that uh that was that was that that was brought to me by uh it's brought to me by Hexmaniac Locke who we've mentioned several times on this podcast uh
3: he's a cool guy
0: he's a really <laughs> cool guy i really like i really like talking to him mm-hmm. and uh I recently found out he he was he's like a graphic designer by trade oh and I was just like oh. That's really cool.
2: <laughs>
0: so we'll see how these turn out, and then if they work out pretty well, there may be more Puckle products in the future
2: for people nice. just to like
0: support their Puckle hype. Maybe I won't be the only person with a Puckle mouth pad.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> but without, uh, we should move on to uh, to the news because there's been some cool stuff that's gone, that's gone on lately. So let's move on to the news. Cue the epic music. <laughs> Radio tower. This just in. And on to the news, again, it has been a slow news week. We are waiting for that Pokemon Z announcement. It's happening. It's going to happen, I swear.
3: Well, <laughs> technically, some Z announcement happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, how about you elaborate on that? Because you found that, and I couldn't believe it.
3: Yeah, I found this on an Italian website, and apparently there is going to be a release of a Z Pokemon game. Pokemon Treta Ultimate Z. I just... Like, the logo's what...
0: there. Like, there's... there's the, To be fair, there's, like, uh, three different variations of the Z, though. Like... Yes. <laughs> but at the same time, it's just like, come on.
3: Yeah. I mean, we have Pokemon X, Y, and Z, the anime. We have Pokemon Treta Z, and mm. still nothing on the main game's front. Uh, well, in case someone does not know what Pokemon Tretta is, well, and it would be fair because it's an arcade game that is exclusive to Japan and it uses um, special trettas, which are sort of uh, coins that. Yeah, interact. yeah, they're like with little pucks that you like, shove into the machine. Console. And um, these uh, new uh, arcades are going to have the shiny Ernieus, and Evil Tal. That are going to be distributed um, along with the new season of the anime. And they're going to have Ash's Pikachu, uh, Steven Stone's uh, Shiny Metagross, and Alain's Charizard.
0: Ooh! They're just doing very much like anime time.
3: Yeah, they're very anime related.
0: That's very interesting. I mean, I just they keep doing all of the Z stuff. I just want the announcement. It's just yeah, like, they're-, they're like hanging over my head. And if they do it much longer, I'm going to be very upset.
4: Just imagine it's not even called Z.
0: <laughs> I don't no. even care. I don't care that- at this point. Just give me another game.
3: But that would be hilarious.
0: Like, I didn't expect, like, I know it's been a, it's almost, it's it's only been like 11 months since uh, Auras was released. And I, I know I'm being greedy. I mean, all I want is an announcement. That's all I want. I'm not asking for much.
3: Just well, an announcement,
4: confirmation.
3: Yeah, to be fair, I mean they have been spoiling us. I mean, I, I, for, yeah, exactly. For us, uh, the announcement uh, of uh, X and Y came out like three months after Black and White Two, yep. and the announcement for Oras came out like seven months after X and Y. So
0: yeah, no, I couldn't believe that honestly because we got uh, Black White and Two in September 2012, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I remember there was supposed to be, this was over, like, my winter vacation, there was supposed to be, it was right after I applied to grad school, actually, uh, there's supposed to be this, uh, this like, uh, Pokemon Direct, and I'm just like, man, I wonder what's so special that they're going to, like, pull a whole Pokemon Direct, and then uh, a lot of the speculation at the time, actually, was uh, Owen confirmed. Uh, oh, which, that's uh, right. Like, that was a lot of the speculation. Like, yeah, it's probably the next game. Po- Pokemon Omega. Like, uh, a Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire remake. I'm like, that makes the most sense. That follows uh, very closely with the pattern of Gen 4. Uh, they released Platinum before they released Heart, Gold, and Soul, Silver. They released Black and White 2 before they released Ruby and Sapphire remakes.
3: Oh, I actually remember this now because uh, mm-hmm. the number 2 in the Pokemon um, Black and White 2 symbols. Where one looks like a Sapphire, one oh, looks like Ruby. Don't and even start there, are... don't
0: even start there. Pokemon, and... for, like, the longest time, has followed this very, this theme of, like, red and blue, hearkening back to the original generation of Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, it, it's and...
3: pretty obvious, like, And it's been done in pretty much every generation. It's been done, it's done in Gen 6, you
0: have a red, you have a red Y and a blue, and a blue X, and... Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it Ruby and Sapphire's are blue, um...
3: <laughs> like they didn't, yeah. they didn't
0: do, go too far to like stretch the color the color palette yeah. here. Uh,
3: I mean, diamonds are usually thought of as of light, slightly yeah. bluish well, you, white, yeah, and could, pearls are pink. So you could kind
0: of see it there. Um, the only problem I had with those, I mean, the third versions like ruby and, ruby sapphire emerald it's green again, and you have red blue green original games, and mm. you know a Z version looks like it's gonna be green, uh, yeah, or whatever this turns into. <laughs> it's gonna be green. I mean, but I don't know. It's just, it's just one of those things. And I remember that. I remember that announcement very, very vividly. And uh, then Bo helped me get my get my act back together.
3: And we thank him. <laughs> thank we, you, we should Bo. all
0: single handedly thank Bo.
3: I'll put both of my hands into that. Thank <laughs> you.
0: <Bo. laughs> we should yeah. all. We should all thank Bo. It is. It is him who brought B- Puckle back to the way it was uh he bless did you, bless
2: you mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh well uh so other news there's uh there's been a few things we can talk about uh first of all the spooky cup you can now register for it i've been talking about this because i want to play in it uh you can actually practice on showdown and i have and it's just i feel like this entire tier is just going to be a mess and mm. nobody's going to know what to do
3: <laughs> Except knock off, knock off everywhere.
0: Knock off everywhere. I mean, well, I've had a lot of fun with, uh, um, with Exploud and Mister Mime mm. because Mister Mime. Okay, so Exploud Wait, gets Boomburst. Right? Uh, yeah, Exploud's allowed. It doesn't make any yes! sense. I'm still doing
4: this.
0: But uh, Exploud. So Exploud gets Scrappy first of all, which allows him to hit Ghost types with Normal type moves. Uh, and he also has access to Boomburst, which is like a base 140 Normal type move. <laughs>
3: It hits everything on the field in double battles.
0: And right, yeah, it hits everything on the field. So the problem is, you need you need to not hurt your. It's just like earthquake essentially, and mm-hmm. you need to not hurt your uh, your partner. But Mister Mime, uh, oddly enough, has the ability soundproof. Oh. <laughs> and uh, so he won't be affected by boom burst. And on top of that, uh, Mister Mime is just like this. This is a very special oriented meta. Mm. Um, just because if you look at the number of people like the number of Pokemon that are allowed most of them are special oriented and so uh, Mr. Mime has a base 125 or base 120 special defense and And he learns light screen yeah and he learns light screen and it's just it's insane I mean it's just insane Uh, I mean there's a lot of things to look out for there's a lot like there are some physical Pokemon out there that you need to worry about but most of the time it's, it's, it's just kind of fun it's uh it's going to be really messy.
2: Mm.
0: It's going to be really, really messy. Um, after that, though, <laughs> Nintendo is just, like, putting out these tournaments, and I love it. Um, yeah. uh, there's another tournament called the Scrappy Skirmish, where uh, you're allowed to, uh, which is the thing that we voted for, correct?
3: Yeah, we won.
0: Yeah, and we won. We I think this was just very much so the people that want to be in it, is uh, you're not allowed to use the uh, top uh double battle uh double battle competition pokemon so like it's it's literally the vgc we've all been waiting for and
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it takes a out world
2: all... without uh, of team.
0: yeah exactly and uh it's it's all from the double battle competition so there are some outliers, outliers of uh pokemon that you wouldn't expect to be like taken out uh like pikachu pikachu's taken out because if you look at the uh, electric type cup that we had about a month ago they're taking they're taking those Pokemon out of this as well, which is really odd because like the top the top blazers were probably like Pikachu, Electivire, which is on this list as well, um, mm. Electros. Amolga, Electros. Like a lot of these electric types are just taken out of this because of that. But yeah. I, I'm still very excited because it's there's no there's no Landorus, yeah, uh, which is really really gonna be fun. There's no there's no Garchomp, there's no salamence. It's gonna be I'm really sad because is kicked out of it, but uh
3: I'm kind of sad about Heliolisk,
0: to be honest. Heliolisk got kicked out again because of that electric type code. Yeah. That. That's it's just, a pity. I mean, I'm really sad that they chose that as a, as like their criteria, but mm-hmm. I'm 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 happier with that than I am with anything else, and I really want to compete in that. Uh it looks like the registration runs from November fifth to November twelfth. And uh yes. Is this actually announced for an international tournament, or is this just a japanese tournament? I think it is, because
3: Scrappy Skirmish is the international name of it. Awesome. It is is an international
0: tournament. I double-checked. Good. It's an international tournament. I I think they've stopped doing these Japan-only tournaments very quickly, uh, minus this Koro Koro challenge that happened uh, a little while ago. I um, think
3: yeah, I think they still do a few that are tied, like to Korokoro Koro or maybe to that, the TV show. That makes
0: sense. And you know what? They can do that as long as they let me play. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Korokoro one didn't, like, prevent me from having another one to play in. That's that's the good news about that. Yeah. And, uh, I'm I really mean, happy to see they've also cranked everything up to, like, uh, oh, they did not. Uh, the Spooky Cup is 15 battles a day, while the Alternation Battle is 10 battles a day. I don't know what, what their criteria is for any of this, but... So they up the battle system. Right? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I don't know what the criteria is. Like, I think I, I, I'm I'm honestly considering competing in the Spooky up like, without oh, yeah. breeding any Pokemon for it because I don't <laughs> I mean, have the time for it. I think just I think get... you'll
0: still just have fun with it. And I think you still get play points in the US for that. Mm-hmm. Uh which counts if this. you uh want to come to PuckleCon next year and compete at nationals. Stabbing uh
3: yeah as soon as planes get cheaper uh but, oh no, i'm I
0: not mean, I'm not speaking to you. I'm just talking to everybody in particular <laughs> I,
3: yeah I, I thought so I just one day best. planes will be
0: never, cheaper one day. I
3: can never resist complaining about that no i, I was <laughs> saying i I'm, com- I'm considering competing in it just because I love the idea of getting rare candies for Halloween. It's so cute, <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> I love that.
4: Oh, sorry. I, was, I didn't realize I was speaking out loud for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, plane tickets are expensive. Never mind.
0: Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> From Italy yeah. to uh, Indianapolis, they are they are they are far more expensive than I expected.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of it's cheaper to fly to Chicago and then get like is it know, really on a bus? Yeah, but it's still like. 800 euros or something so
0: uh okay you could fly from i i'm i'm being very general and saying rome
2: mm-hmm. to uh
0: chicago for 673 us dollars round trip uh-uh. uh but you could fly straight to indianapolis for seven ninety eight, I don't know why we're talking about this on the podcast, but uh,
3: I don't know. Especially since Rome is not exactly around the corner from here. So.
0: <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it.
3: <laughs> do we have any more news? I know we do.
0: We definitely have some more news. Uh, Hoopa is being distributed in places in Europe, not Italy yet. Uh, yes,
3: yes, in Italy, it's not on. It's not on Seraby, but distribution for our, I don't know. Two, three Italian listeners that are not me. Distribution <laughs> starts on October the 27th in GameStop stores.
0: This is it just happening everywhere in Europe and nowhere in the U.S. I'm very confused. I don't understand. It's fine. You Nintendo's told- been throwing Ed- me a lot of curveballs lately, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll with the punches, you know. You uh.
2: get it soon. Oh,
0: I'm we sorry. we I was just very confused because like they announced it for Europe and everything. And then they announce in the U.S. that it will be here at some point before the end of the year, and I just I don't understand why.
3: I think they just didn't want people to complain about everywhere else getting it and not you. I it's think still gonna just... happen. I'm complaining right now. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't say they would succeed. I just <laughs> said that's what we were trying to do.
0: Oh well. Um, I don't think there's much other stuff in the news right now. Uh, but.
3: No, well, there is one piece of news that okay. I found very interesting. Weiger mm-hmm. uh, actually reported on this in his uh, weekly news article. Mm-hmm. And it's that uh, Nintendo, the Pokemon company, and Google oh, yes. are uh, investing 20 to $30 million into Niantic for sense, the though. development of Pokemon Go and for further development of Ingress.
0: Like, Pokemon Go is a really big thing that people really want to see happen. I mean uh I was I like there's there's going to be I think some uh podcast network is starting a Pokemon Go podcast.
3: They are. And
0: uh they they actually invited me to be on it.
3: So <laughs> yes. At some our, point
0: at some point that may very well happen.
3: A friend of ours is going to be on Yeah, that actually a uh, Pokalonian
0: uh is going to be uh part part of uh one of the showrunners, which is very fun. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we have a very good relationship with that podcast. <laughs> I'm
3: sure we will. I mean, <laughs> they have a Pokémonian on staff. They talk about Pokémon Go, so they have my unending love. Yeah, I mean,
0: Pokémon Go, like as I said, very exciting, and uh, <laughs> I'm excited for it. I just don't want to get like overhyped and then find out like like there are some things that I think are being a little blown out of proportion. Not saying that like like the expectations of like what you can do with the games are being blown out of proportion, but it's just. Uh Like, these people are just like, oh, man, we're going to have gyms, and people want to set up gym circuits, and all these other things. I mean, we could do that now. Uh,
3: <laughs> there's yeah, no difference
0: but... between me doing a gym circuit with my 3DS versus a gym circuit with my phone. The only difference is I'm going to be carrying my phone more often, I guess. But I carry my 3DS with me everywhere now.
3: Well, most people don't, though. They should, I mean...
0: because you need to get those play coins.
3: I I have a 3DS XL that's kind of heavy, and women have smaller pockets. So. Yeah, but
0: don't you, like, you're a woman, you have a purse or something, right?
3: Yeah, I do, but a woman's purse is also filled with about a billion other things, <laughs> and so, yeah, I can fit a 3DS in there, but mm-hmm. that is kind of the tipping point for the weight, actually, like, making my shoulder hard, so. <laughs> that's fair,
0: oh well. Um, as for Puckle news, we should wrap up with uh, the MMT is going well. I still need to do my battle uh, against Justin. Justin, I will get to you as soon as I can. Hopefully by the time this is out. Um, I also have, uh, we also have, as I mentioned before, potentially Puckle shirts happening. So stay tuned to our social media and to get some insight on how those are going. Uh, new Puckle shirts are very exciting. I really like the design. Um, I will at least have one. I don't know about the rest of you, but I'll have one.
3: I will have one. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm already cringing at the thought of the shipping costs, oh, but I will. It's have not gonna one. be,
0: it's not gonna be that bad. I shipped my uh, 3DS to Japan for like $14. Oh. Well, that so,
3: sounds very doable. I mean,
0: it, I, the 3DS is definitely heavier than a t-shirt, so.
3: <laughs> yes. No, I think I'm just used to, like, most companies actually, like, taking mm-hmm. advantage of the fact that you think it's going to cost a lot to no, ship stuff, uh, and so they just The United States you. Postal
0: Service is pretty good about this, actually. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: international shipping and stuff, but yeah. Uh, so that's it for the news. We're going to kick it over to the topic right after this short break.
3: Hey, this is Misty, and I think you should sign up for the Puckle Podcast website if you haven't already. You can earn badges, make new friends chat with me and other hosts of the podcast, and just talk about Pokemon. You should also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Tumblr to get your Puckle fix. If you haven't already, help us out by reviewing us on iTunes. And if you have time, send us an email at pucklepodcasts at gmail.com, since fan emails make up a good chunk of our show. So join the Puckle community today.
0: And on to the topic, our topic today is starter Pokemon. Uh, we did this episode about, I guess, two and a half years ago now, uh, but it was only right after the announcement of X and Y, and it's something that I think we should touch upon because we didn't get to talk fully about six generation starters at that point. So I guess uh, we're going to go around. Uh, I'm going to be water types, uh, Whimsicott's going to be grass types, and Maximus is going to be fire types. That's how we're splitting it all up, because that's, like, like, I always pick the water-type starter, um, and Whimsicott does whatever Whimsicott wants, and
3: same with Maximus. (laughs) Mostly (laughs) picks gross type starters, but not always.
4: (laughs) Yeah, same here.
0: So we're gonna, we're gonna step, uh, step very slowly through the, well, hopefully not very slowly, but we're gonna step through the generations, uh, one at a time, and we're gonna talk about the particular Pokemon. So, uh, let's start with generation one, obviously. I think there's a lot of fun stuff there, um. I guess I'll start. Um, we have Squirtle, who goes to Blastoise, and becomes the lamest of the Gen 1 Mega Evolutions. Uh, so sad. He's only,
3: he's only going to be lame until the day he punches someone in the face and then shoots the cannon.
0: You beat me to it. Uh
3: I know. <laughs> That's part of the
0: Puckle Bingo card, right? Uh, yep. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, hope
3: it I I hope it, it, it's it still counts even though it wasn't you who said uh, it. I
0: think but... that I mean that, I think just a mention of that should count, right? <laughs> uh yeah, no, it needs to happen because you got the little wrist rockets. I don't have you seen Inglorious Bat uh I don't want to say that word. Um
2: uh, I we The all Brad Pitt
0: which... movie about Americans killing Nazis? Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: <laughs> Which is a remake of another movie about Americans killing Nazis? Uh.
3: Well, I have seen neither, so.
0: Oh, well, uh, they, in, there's this one scene where they're in a movie theater with Hitler, and, uh, these, uh, two of the guys in the platoon have, uh, have these little thing. they have gloves on, and underneath the gloves are these little, uh, these little guns that when they punch somebody in the face, it activates the trigger, and it shoots. And, uh,.
3: That seems brilliant and stupidly excessive at the same time.
0: Oh, it is excessive, but it's really cool when it happens and I want Mega Blastoise to do it. And <laughs> that that is my that is my dream. Uh there's nothing too special about Blastoise. Uh I mean well, he's he's kinda bulky ish. But I mean there's so many better choices than Blastoise. Even Mega Blastoise.
3: A... It learns rapid spin?
0: It does learn rapid spin. And, it, I mean, it can take use of its uh, ability as a mega, which is very also very helpful. And it also has Rain Dish as a hidden ability, which mm. isn't too bad.
2: Mm-hmm. But,
0: I mean, I I I personally would still choose it any other day because the majority of people are choosing the Giant Fire Dragon.
4: <sighs> <laughs>
3: That's a segue, Maximus. Speaking of the Giant That's Fire it. Dragon,
0: let's talk yeah. to you, How Maximus.
4: Well, if you know Gen 1... You know, fire type starters, then I guess this guy needs no introduction. We have the Charmander line, which Charmander evolves in Charmeleon, and Charmeleon evolves into basically the second mascot of Pokemon. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> All right. Charizard, the flying, let's see, I can't exactly say dragon because, hey guys, reality check, he's not a dragon. I... But thanks to the Mega Stones of Charizard X and Charizard Y, which I'm still kind of upset that he got two. Oh my gosh, yes. I get why Mewtwo got one, but I don't get why Charizard got one, while the other starters hype. only have one. But Charizard X fulfilled all the fanboys' dreams come true mm-hmm. and became Charizard
0: the dragon type. I just get so annoyed at how many people are just like, this Pokemon should be a dragon type. This Pokemon should be a dragon type. I'm like, well, back in Gen 1, uh, (laughs) dragon types weren't supposed to be this big, like, everybody's a dragon type thing. It was supposed to be a very special typing given to one family of Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, Which it was. I mean, and I really appreciated that. But, you know, whatever. It's just me. It's just my thoughts on the matter.
3: I agree with you. I mean, dragon types were supposed to be, like, special and have a kind of mystique about them. If mm-hmm. everyone is a dragon type, then dragon types are not special anymore.
0: So. I mean, they're not anymore, right? Like,
3: Not really.
4: It's kind of I like, mean... you get to be a dragon type. You get to be a dragon type. Yeah, exactly. A dragon type. And
3: exactly. then I get to be a fairy type and kick all of your behinds. <laughs> <laughs> That was the whimsical flash. That wasn't me.
0: <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things. I mean, Charizard. I don't want to do too much on Charizard because he gets enough love already. Uh, yeah. But I mean, it's just. I I feel like he's just so overhyped, and the fact that they got two mega evolutions while while Venusaur and Blastoise get a sha get the shaft just upsets me to no end.
3: Yeah, it's unfair. <laughs> Let's move on to someone who deserves some love. Bosephus the Bulbasaur.
0: If you watch Buckle's Joint Lock, you get to uh, see Bul- Bosephus the Bulbasaur.
3: It's so
4: worth he's it. He's still kicking, folks. He's still yep. he's still alive. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Bulbasaur uh, is actually unique in the fact that it is um, the first and only an evolved starter Pokemon to have a dual type. Yes. Yeah. He's a Grass Poison. He's Really cute. He's really cool, and uh, Mega Venusaur is actually a pretty great competitive Pokemon. It's extremely bulky, and its ability Thick Fat helps it like nullify two of um, grass types weaknesses. Mm. So it it really handles pretty well. If you don't have like a flying type or a psychic type on your team, you are not going to get past that Venusaur. And in oh fact, gosh,
1: yeah.
3: I've seen a Mega Venusaur take down a talon flame recently. So no guarantees there.
0: <laughs> Mega
3: Venusaur is there to stay.
0: He's so he's it's a wonderful Pokemon. Oh my gosh. Yes. I can't, I can't, like, if I were to rank my, uh, my Gen 1 starters, it would go Blastoise for nostalgia and awesomeness,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: then it would go Venusaur because his mega evolution is the best thing ever, and then mm-hmm. it would go Charizard because Charizard's overhyped.
4: Yeah. Well. Never picked Char. I'm, I've never picked Charizard. There. That's, that's <laughs> awful.
3: <laughs> At the risk of getting booted out of the Skype call. I picked Charmander, and I will pick him again, again, and I again. I picked him. <laughs> Except for yeah. three times when I will pick Bulbasaur, because he's just so cool.
0: Oh my gosh, I really like, I, I like all of the starters from Gen 1, just because, I mean, it, it probably has to just do with, like, the po- nostalgia, and, like, mm. and, uh, just their solid, like, knowing that this feels like a Pokemon, because they define what a Pokemon feels like, but...
3: Pretty much, uh, yes. It's
0: just one of those... But I don't know. Uh, let's move on to uh, Generation Two with uh, some other really cool Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, for water types, you have Feraligatr. Uh, <laughs> Not even Togedonic. You went straight. To yeah, Forale. I mean, okay. First, fun fact about Gen Two starters in general. They all. This is like the only generation where all of the starters don't get a second type.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: which I think is very cool and very interesting. I Gen Two again. To me, they just have this feeling of these are what Pokemon are because uh, i mean there's slightly more complex designs than the original generation slightly just slightly and it has a different amount of feeling to feel like you're in a different region
2: mm-hmm.
0: but not enough to say that i don't know it's just it's really cool um uh but for alligator is actually somewhat useful and <laughs> competitive somewhat i don't want to like be like for alligator is the most useful thing ever uh because he's not He's not obviously. I he, there's definitely some flaws. He's uh very he's very good with Dragon Dance. Uh, he has Sheer Force now. I mean he's I think he's still in like UU or something. But people try to use him all the time in OU and it doesn't work out. Uh, but yeah, th- I, there's not much other trivia that I can say about Veralligator, honestly.
2: But yeah,
3: alligator is the official mascot of the founder of the Paco Podcast.
2: <laughs> I guess so. <laughs>
3: um. <laughs> That's trivia for you.
0: That That is trivia for you. There uh, you go. Move on, Maximus. Move on.
4: All right. Well, at least I can go on a higher note on this one. Unlike the first Pokemon I talked about, this Pokemon right here has some deep meaning with me. This is the first Pokemon I've ever owned in any Pokemon game. Oh, that's true.
2: Because
4: I didn't grow up with Gen 1. I grew up with Gen 2. Mm-hmm. Introducing the Cinequil line. Hey. hey. Cinequil, the tiny mouse. So is it Tiny Mouse? Uh, probably be. not.
2: Mm, it, it might be. It might be. It could so, be. Mouse. Very well.
4: But uh, Cinequil that evolves into Koalaba and then into the almighty Triflosion. And thanks to its special abilities being distributed not too long ago, we have the amazing Flashfire with Triflosion. Oh yeah, that's
0: true. Flash fire is actually not bad at all.
4: And Mixed in... If you come into a flash fire... Well, you come into a fire attack with flash fire and you yep. have like a choice star and you're running eruption. Yep. Oh like, man. If, if, you can, if your opponent doesn't resist or have an mm-hmm. own flash fire on their own they're going to take some heavy damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's
0: for sure.
3: That's wreckage right there. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. On a more, you know, peace-minded note, <laughs> Chikorita, the Leaf Pokemon.
0: Fun fact: Meganium knew how to fly in Crystal Version.
3: Now you beat me to it.
0: <laughs> Just saying, Bo. <Beau>. Just saying.
3: <laughs> We've we'll got fact check. Meganium never actually learned fly. I
0: swear it did.
3: <laughs> you tend to think that Grass types know how to fly. <laughs>
0: It happened, I swear!
3: <laughs> I I did find you that little GIF image of Chikorita yeah. flying away by helicoptering its leaf.
2: Yeah. So
3: maybe. Anyway, Chikorita is absolutely adorable and is going to be absolutely dreadful if you decide to Nazlock Soul Silver and pick Chikorita like I am.
0: <laughs> that but, sounds awful.
3: Yeah, it's not a great. Actually, video. he's
0: out he's not too bad against Whitney. Actually.
3: You have to get to Whitney. You have to get
0: to Whitney and you're playing a lot of things that are super effective to it, so. Have yeah, fun.
3: unless unless you catch a jurdude on route what is it 46, you're out of luck. <laughs> 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 anyway, Chikorita, I, I I actually picked Cyndaquil the very first time I played uh, Pokemon Silver. But then it's been Chikorita ever since. I think Meganium is adorable. I <laughs> think Bayleaf is cool. I think Chikorita is even more adorable than Meganium. And I do hope one day that maybe Arceus will shine his light on me. And I can get a shiny Chikorita. Because shiny, the, shiny, the shiny for the Chikorita line looks like it's autumn instead of spring. And it's really cute.
2: Hmm,
0: <laughs> that's true. Uh, well, let's, uh, let's try to speed these up just a little bit. I don't want to do speed rounds, yeah. but speed these up just a little, uh, a little bit more. Uh, so our next generation is Generation 3, which we're all very familiar with, uh, as of right now because <laughs> of Hoenn and Oras. Uh, we have, uh, in the water type, in the water type corner, uh, Swampert. I was actually really happy with his mega evolution. Um, I like that he's water ground. That's a very nice typing, and it's not since been overdone. I think just a little bit, but uh, I really enjoy that typing. And Swampert's Mega is—I uh, mean, it was exactly what I thought it would be.
3: Mm-hmm. I was—I was, I was yeah. very
0: happy with it, just being this very big, burly thing. And yeah. it doesn't really gain much. I'm really sad. I mean, it's good on rain teams, but other than that,
1: not much. <laughs>
3: Well, it does gain an ability to defy the laws of physics. (laughs) Because, I mean, how is it balancing? It's it's a lot of muscle
0: control. A lot of muscle control. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, we should go on to uh, to Blaziken, the man of the hour, of course.
4: (sighs) Blaziken, Blaziken, Blaziken. My boy back in Gen 3. What can be said about him? He's, let's see... In he's in ring chicken fighter, Hmm. (laughs) the OG the OG firefighting type, Mm -hmm. and the one who started the whole firefighting line, which
0: just annoys everybody. It's fine.
4: Oh, Infernape was okay. I liked Infernape. Embor was too much though. Yeah, Yeah. the shit is Embor, but yeah, with him firefighting, it was interesting type. Which somebody could use the firefighting type in their own run. And I'm just waiting until she (laughs) falls. it. But,
3: okay. Let's put it this way. If it gets to be a Blaziken, I will be extremely relieved. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds reasonable.
4: And right now, Blaziken is the only for some reason starter that's actually in ubers right now no it's not uh greninja's there as well oh, well greninja but i'm still wondering why is greninja and and um Blaziken still banned even if they use their regular abilities
0: that's spe- okay so i think that's just because smogon doesn't want to differentiate that much
4: no. You know what I mean? But Pokemon with Moody get banned, but they can still use their regular abilities.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they can't ban like Speed Boost in general because there are a lot of Pokemon that aren't great that have Speed Boost.
3: Yeah, they either ban single Pokemon or single abilities. Mm-hmm. They are never going to ban a Pokemon with a certain ability because it would get extremely complicated. It just
0: get it's just more organizational problems. I understand completely why they do it. Hmm. But yeah. It
3: still sucks. I mean, I mm-hmm. wish I could use Greninja like as a regular Torrent Pokemon, but whatever.
4: Yeah, keep going, <laughs> it's
3: Still pretty good, especially
4: with a Focus Sash, like Swords mm-hmm. Dance, Focus Sash. A lot of Pokemon use that, but use that um technique. hmm mm-hmm. That's not bad. That's fine. Well,
3: how about Trico?
0: Yeah, Trico. Go for Trico. <laughs>
1: Go, go.
3: I like how you guys said Bird and Blaze again, but I'm all about the Trico because Trico's I honestly adorable. like Trico. I like Trico so much better than its evolutions. Although I have to say, Mega Sceptile, the giant Christmas tree, is kind of cool.
0: I I love that he shoots a Christmas tree out of his tail.
3: Yeah, it, I, mean, I mean, it's cool and it's also kind of upsetting because, um, like it's. It's detaching a part of its body, and that—that that is kind of... No, he's
0: a gecko, absolute. so it grows back.
3: Yeah, I don't know that that is true, because lizards do that, and I'm not sure that geckos do that as well. I think well. geckos do it. I'm not sure. Anyway, geckos are, like, the coolest animal on Earth, because, that's the physicist can confirm, they stick to everything <laughs> using the Van der Waals force. That is the coolest thing ever, so Trico, <laughs> you have my undying love.
2: the
0: Vanderholt force. I actually deal with materials that are held together by the Vander force. uh, but yeah, I don't want to talk too much physics uh.
3: no, no, let's talk geckos let's... geckos are cool, we're done let's move <laughs> done
0: on. let's talk, let's talk Pokemon in back in gen four uh,
3: let's talk... <laughs> the bingo card is getting filled up it's today. getting filled
0: up like if we we need to come out with an official bingo card for people to play, uh. And if some some bingo happens, we'll do something silly or something. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so in Gen Four you have uh, Piplup, who later evolves into Napoleon, the I believe only Water Steel type currently.
3: Yes. Uh, which
0: is first of all an amazing typing. Uh Although, sti- mm-hmm. steel did get debuffed in Gen Six, which is really sad. But
3: I'm sorry. That did you mm-hmm. say earlier that there has been no gr- no Water Ground type since? No, mm-hmm. no, no.
0: I did not say no. You no. Were... I say there oh. have been, and I feel like it's been a little overdone.
3: Mm.
2: But I
0: mean, like, you have no, Seismitoad. I mean, it's
4: not—it's not awful. Water for, for swamp hmm. Quagsire
0: mm-hmm.
4: was. Water yeah, Quagsire
0: ground. was Water Ground. Like Water Ground is a really good typing, but I don't want to talk it about is. that. I want to talk about Water Steel. No,
3: no, 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 no. I just misheard you. I'm sorry.
0: It's fine. I really like uh, like uh, Water Ground is like the most frustrating thing for me to play against, but. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not but, for me, I'm always filled with yeah. grass types. So. I really
0: I really enjoy uh I really enjoy uh the water steel typing. I actually ran the Napoleon this past summer in the summer league on my gym team, and Napoleon like does some work. Like mm-hmm. uh as a he's a very good utility Pokemon and his defenses are solid. Uh I mean I picked one obviously for Diamond and Pearl. I always I always when I do a first playthrough I always pick the Water Starter. Uh which I mean honestly sucks for Hoenn. Because you have like <laughs> Three HMs that are all water based, and it's so sad. And, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun though. I really, really do like it. Um, Empoleon was definitely one of my, like, if I had to rank them, Empoleon's definitely top three, like, water type Pokemon. Water type starters. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, how about, uh, how about Infernape? Because I, I I, I really, I just enjoy Gen 4 starters in general. mm. Uh, Go for it, Maximus.
4: Alright. We got the Raging Ape. Yeah. Infernape. And I know this really has nothing to do with the games, but I feel like out of all the Pokemon in the anime, Infernape has one of the... Ashes Infernape has one of the best character development in the whole series of Pokemon, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And with this Iron Fist ability, and being a fighting type as well, that's pretty good using Mach Punch, Drain Punch, Fire Punch. Ice Punch, not Ice Punch, a Thunder Punch. That's pretty good competitive-wise, too.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And, back, and back in Gen 4, <laughs> I can't believe I said that. Everybody at, gets to say it. In Gen 4, um, and thanks to the Mood Tutors, he's also a good stealth rocker, too. So Let's a good kidding. lead for any like good number of teams. Mm-hmm. And I'll just keep it at that. Go try it out yourself. hmm <laughs>
3: Awesome. As for Turtwig and Torterra, um, oh, I don't so have a lot to say about them, except that Turtwig is really cool, and is really cute, and Torterra is actually a pretty interesting Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It has a unique type combination, Grass-Ground,
2: mm-hmm.
3: which mm, does give it uh, times for weakness to ice, but, I mean, Torterra can probably handle that pretty well, it's because it's extremely bulky, and I've actually seen it use, um, used um, in a um, sort of balanced way, not just a defensive mm-hmm. uh, set, with rock polish.
0: Oh, ooh, not too bad.
3: It, it gets stab earthquake, so it, it can do some interesting stuff. But to be honest, when I first played Fusion 4, I picked uh, Piplop. And if I ever played through Gen 4 again, I would probably pick Chimchar. So I'm sorry, Totero. I love you anyway. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, and so now we have uh, Gen 5, which I think are honestly the most lackluster starters in the entire franchise. Uh, I Like, Ashawad is probably the coolest one. Uh <laughs>
3: Did you just call Snivy Lackluster? Yes,
0: yeah. very much so. Uh, you mean Sublime Excalibur will... from Soul Eater? Yeah. Uh,
3: Sublime uh... will cut you. Down. <laughs> That's and fine. That's fine.
0: Him. He can come and find me. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, I I mean, I'm not, I wasn't very impressed with Oshawott. I'm not very impressed with even Samurott. I, I, I honestly can't say anything about them. Uh, this... It's a pure water type, it's nothing, like, its stats are nothing special. Um Same goes, I think, for all of these starters. I was not mm-hmm. very impressed doing the playthrough of Black and White with these starters. It's very, it's just very lackluster. And nothing about them really stands out to me. But yeah, Samurott, that's Samurat for you. I do like it, I don't like that he goes, like, quadruped. Mm. Uh How about you, Maximus?
4: With uh, Uh, Embor, the lackluster firefighting type. As much as I love Blaziken and Infernic, Embor didn't really cut it for me. The only reason why I pretty much picked him on Gen 5, it's because he had the firefighting, but Mm -hmm. he didn't have as good stats as the other two, as far as going going in competitive wise. He's gotten Mm -hmm. better thanks to the whole reckless ability he's acquired. As of recently, with Wild Charge and Flare Blitz, but still there are some, like there are like Darmanitan does it a whole lot better. It's faster and it gets a like it gets a higher higher ability. Well, yeah. a higher ability, but um, but um, more um more stats to back it mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But,
2: um.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Let's move go. on to Superior.
3: Yeah, yeah. Let's move on to Superior after Wimsicott says that she has a typic named Kevin Beckham and she loves him. <laughs> um Superior, well <laughs> Snivy. Let's start with Snivy. The smug leaf. The <laughs> best starter ever no. until Greninja became a thing. Not true. <laughs> uh-uh. No, no, I it honestly it's not that good. It mm-hmm. it has it's that distributed in a weird way. It's a fast but bulky mm-hmm. grass type. Uh, but I don't know. I loved Snivy. I loved Superior, and you get a lot of Contrary, contrary
0: Superior online now
2: too. Yeah, Contrary
3: has made it like somewhat interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a one-trick pony because like its coverage is Leaf Storm, Dragon Pulse, Hidden Power. Yep, there is really not. Not anything else it can do. But, I i mean, if you can get a couple of list storms off with superior speed, you are going to sweep. And I guess, like, it's um, its an easy win button that people are just very attracted to. Uh, besides the smuggly thing, of mm-hmm. course. Because Snivy is just so cool. yeah. cool. <laughs>
4: Three swords
3: <laughs> you... Yeah, I mean... It's it is good but using a grass type as your basis I mean mm-hmm. I'm a grass type lover but it's just so hard to pull off.
0: Yeah, let's move on to the uh final generation so we have generation 6 the one that we didn't cover the last time. And mm-hmm. this is uh this is uh we have Froakie in the water type corner. Uh uh <laughs> who becomes uh, <laughs> Uh, Greninja, which is very, very interesting. Uh,
1: woo! Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. It's... Uh, Greninja is obviously the favorite. He's gone uber. He's got protein. He's really good. Um, I actually am very impressed. I really enjoy Greninja. I, I enjoyed a lot of Gen 6 though as well. Uh, yeah. and Greninja was definitely like the, the stat distributions for the starters in Gen 6 was much, much better than in Gen 5. And, yeah. You know, they, they they hit harder. They felt better. I don't know. Like Samurai I felt should have hit harder. Especially Embor, I thought should have hit harder. And like they just didn't. They like their their stats didn't match their designs, and it just felt very counterintuitive. Uh, mm. But here here it's changed. I really enjoyed playing through with Greninja. It was just very cool seeing that. Uh, I was really sad because I did spoil like before the release all of the starter revolutions for myself.
3: Uh, I'm which... actually glad I did that because otherwise I would have picked. Fennekin and Delphox mm-hmm. would have been a big disappointment, and instead, I got to play with Greninja, so...
0: Speaking of Delphox, let's go over to Maximus.
4: Alright, um... When I first saw Fennekin, I was thinking, hmm, a fox, that's a fire type. We already have one of those. <laughs>
2: yeah, we Yeah,
4: yeah but... Back, back at Volpix, like, and Volpix and Ninetales both use kind of psychic abilities, so I'm like, well, why can't I just use use um bullpits and ninetales? Plus Ninetales has drought, so hmm. It's a boost to the fireplace. Mm-hmm. But the magician ability is not bad if like if you use fling with it, but I've seen some crazy stats with Finnegan. But Finnegan was pretty was a little cute cute little fox. And when it involved the Braxian
0: mm-hmm. Braxian's really cool, yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And, and then once it gets to Del Fox, things I say, eh, kind of fell a little flat there. But it's an okay line going on. It's definitely not the worst. No. I would put, I would put Finnegan, the Finnegan line definitely over the the, the Tepic line. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All I'm sorry. the
3: way. All the way. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I no. only like Tepic because Tepic is cute and I can name him Kevin Beckham. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh,
0: how about How about Chespin?
3: Oh, Chespin is adorable. Chespin is really cute, and he's really funny, and let's not talk about Quilladin, but chestnut Chestnut is a cool guy, and I love that in in the official art, mm-hmm. he looks kind of angry, but <laughs> actually, when you use him in-game, he looks like a very mellow guy, and... He has a really cool uh, signature move, spiky shield. Yeah, that's true. I'm um, I'm thinking I might use a chestnut someday. I I really like him. He's not a yeah. ninja, but I like him.
0: I mean I like him too. Uh <laughs> him yeah, too. Just but...
4: like pretty much wall mm-hmm. uh, a Gengar. It's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't bad, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's nice. I uh so that's it for the starters. Uh I hope you enjoyed our discussion and our reviews. So, we're going to kick it over to commercial break. And we'll come back with you to the poke of the episode. So, catch you guys on the flip-flop. Hi. Our last commercial for Hoot Spotlights didn't go very well. So, we brought in our hype translator. Hoot Hoot Spotlights are great. They help you publicize your movie premiere. Movie premiere! Help you find your lost children. I miss my children! They'll help with... Blinding people. They can't see! And even searching for an even bigger enemy invasion.
4: World War Three.
0: All this thanks to our new, bigger, brighter bulbs.
4: Twice the power!
0: So remember, when you're looking for a spotlight solution, Hoot Hoot Spotlights is the way to go. Poke of the episode. And welcome back. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number three hundred and fifty-four, Bayonet, the
4: Marionette Pokemon. Baynet's Sapphire Pokédex entry says, "A cursed energy permitted the stuffing, the stuffing of a discarded and forgotten plush doll, giving it new life as Baynet. This Pokemon's energy would escape if it were to ever open its mouth."
0: So Baynet, to keep going with a uh, Spooktober. Uh, was our choice this week. Uh, Banette is actually a really cool Pokemon, especially with its Mega Evolution, uh, getting a base attack of 165 when it's Mega Evolved, which is insane. As a Ghost-type, especially. Mm. A physical Ghost-type is like a very rare thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's very, very interesting. I mean, its defenses aren't anything to like be jealous of, but I mean, it's uh, it's still a very cool Pokemon. I really, really think it's cool.
3: Well, it does get Prankster Will O Wisp to help with that.
0: It does. It does get Prankster, that's correct. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh man. It's like it's like a juiced up Sableye. Except I still really like Mega Sableye better. But <laughs> that's just me. Uh Maximus, however, is our resident Bayonet expert. Because he run he's he ran one, I believe, during the summer league. And probably before that too, right? Oh yeah. So uh give us a give us a Like an example of a set you would want to run on bayonet.
4: Well, for bayonet, you obviously make. I always say this: you will definitely want to be running the mega, just Mm -hmm. for the 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 prankster. And there's there's a there's a regular way of running bayonet, and then there's my way of running bayonet. What's your way?
0: What's your way? Your way is going to be
4: more original than anything else. Mine is the full priority bayonet. And when I mean full priority, I mean two attacking moves, a status move and a finishing move. Okay. Depending on what the situational is. For me, I run Shadow Sneak, Sucker Punch, Will-O-Wisp, which is pretty needed on every single Bayonet, and Destiny Bond, which is also another Mm -hmm. prominent move on Bayonet. That way, Bayonet's a good, maybe like a revenge Pokemon that's weak, or coming like, even if you can run Protect instead of one of the other attacking moves, you can take down... like sweeping Pokemon that your opponent has Mm -hmm. right now. It can just disrupt the flow of the whole battle depending on what the situation is. pretty much. That's awesome. But then, thanks to the prankster ability, you can also run other moves like Confuse Ray, Thunder Mm -hmm. Wave, Toxic. It really just is, it's a a prankster Pokemon. It's a situational Pokemon. You can put what what on it, what you need. Mm
3: -hmm. But
4: with the whole Destiny Bond thing, you can pretty much trade at least a one for one if your opponent's not, especially not expecting it. That's very interesting. I mean, it, it's
0: always seemed like so, it's one of those things that I've always wanted to run. And I really do need to try it out, so I'm going to try that out at some point. Um, Bandana is just, it's really cool. I mean, I like it, I like its design. And I like the lore behind it. It's definitely very spooky, like toys coming to mm. life. But, uh, let's see if I can give you any cool, uh, cool trivia. There really isn't that much. Um, uh, even though, uh, in the Pokedex it says that Vanette's zipper needs to stay closed to conserve energy, in Pokemon of Me, it'll actually unzip its mouth to eat and smile. And when make it
2: makes <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh,
0: Pokemon of Me, I don't play enough of that. I probably should. I probably should. I mean, Vanette is really cool. It's like a really, really cool Pokemon. And in the TCG, there are two cards currently in rotation. Uh, both of them are from the Roaring Skies set, which I'm really, I'm really upset that like a Banette EX card hasn't come out yet, yeah. um, I wish, it's, it's a really, like the cards that, that have come out are really cool though. They're very much like in this very, like, uh, cause if you think about the game, if you think about Banette in the games, it's a very, it's very much a supporter like Pokemon.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, in, in the TCG it is also a very supporter like Pokemon. Uh, I can see throwing this on, uh, throwing this in a deck, uh, this Banette, uh, there are two of them from Roaring Skies. One of them has uh the delta the delta effect, and it's uh it's very it there's a lot of really cool things um <laughs> i mean you can play this with the Meowstic card uh, which I run on TCG online right now and uh um for one psychic energy you can do evolution hammer which won't allow your opponent to evolve his Pokemon. Uh, for a Psychic and a Colorless, you can do Curse Deeply, which allows you just to put five damage counters in a Pokemon, which disregards weaknesses and resistances, which is really cool. You just place five damage counters on. And then Meowstic actually has this ability where it can go and, uh, redistribute damage counters wherever it wants.
2: Mm. Uh,
0: none of the abilities an attack, so you can just go send Meowstic out and, you know, it just does a couple things. Um, and if, actually, if you pair that with, uh, with, I believe, Dimension Valley, the Stadium card, it's pretty much the same attack cost for both the, uh, for both Evolution Hammer and for, uh, and for the five damage counters. Which is really cool. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting up on my TCG knowledge. I'm, I'm, I'm getting this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: getting it. Uh, wow. Uh, shouldn't have been able to talk that much on TCG. Uh, there is one other Banette, which has the which has a Pokemon ability, uh, which is in the same Roaring Skies deck, uh, which is Tool Concealment, which prevents your opponents from using tool cards, which is really cool. Again, it's a very, like, status supporter thing. And uh, he has one attack for one Psychic and two Colorless Energies called Psy Shot, which is a, a base 60 damage.
4: You may want to be careful of using that one, because mm-hmm. I, I used to run this one. Mm-hmm. Psychic deck before I took it out. Um, that ability doesn't just affect your opponent; it affects it, you. Yeah, too. exactly. Be careful with that.
0: I mean, it's just it's a very it's a very iffy thing, but I think it's kind of cool. I like that they're both very supporter supporterish cards. It's I find it. that to be very very interesting, honestly. Uh, but Bananas is really cool. I suggest to everybody that they try running one, uh, just because they're they're super super cool. I think Locke really likes these as well likes him as well so you guys should check that out uh check out Bennett. uh you can also check out a number of other things on the PucklePodcast.com website to keep you tied over during the week you can check out the uh, puckle youtube which is up right now which is playing a joint lock you can check out fluffiest Whimsicott's articles snags articles both of these are opinion-based articles that uh, coincide each week on topic and opinions uh you also have sublime manic who talks about the vgc You have Jushiro, who talks about the TCG. Maybe he'll talk about a cooler bayonet strategy than I talked about. Um, Then, who else am I... Who else am I... I'm missing somebody. Scron does trivia every week, so check out Scron's trivia section, because you can win really cool stuff doing it. Number five is right now. Hmm? Mm
4: Mm-hmm. Number five is out. Number
3: five's out.
0: Oh, yeah, number five is out. Uh, You are
3: forgetting Viger on News, Mickey Panda on Anime Summaries, and... Uh, The second part of um, Thorn Rose version, Mm -hmm. Baskets comic, just went up, so go check it out.
0: Definitely, definitely go check that out. And, uh, yeah, I think without much else to talk about, we're going to move on to the mailbag from here.
2: It's mail time! time for the the mailbag!
4: Send in your email. The mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail!
0: And on to the mailbag. As always, our mailbag is brought to you by the energy drink Green Toros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. And as always, we have a mailbag bat, the green Taurus badge to give out for the best email on the show if we deem one worthy. So without further ado, I said it the wrong way. Uh, We're going to (laughs) move on to the mailbag. Our mailbag question last week, which is a question we ask everybody to answer in their emails. If you don't, we still probably will read it. Uh, And last week the question was, what would you say are the worst abilities? Since last week we were talking about horrible abilities. So let's move on to the first email. Our first email is from... Oops, that is not a mailbag. I already messed up. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Joraga. Hello, Puckle. Joraga Warcaller here with my second email. I wanted to start out by saying it is quite possible that there there were, emerging, were was, that there was a merging of universes. One where Whimsicott is grass flying and one where it is grass. Sorry, I'm from the same universe as Fluffiest where Whimsicott is just grass. Not sure if there are any Marvel fans out there, but this is basically the premise of the Secret Wars event currently taking place, where the universe has collided and formed one. However, this is the Puckle Podcast, not Muggle, so I'll leave it at that. Before going on to the mailbag question, I would like to express that I'm really excited for the TCG episodes of the podcast. I really enjoyed the first one, and I look forward to the next. Well, we do we are going to start releasing these TCG podcasts uh, the second Thursday of every month, so look out for that. Uh, I've been playing, playing and thinking about the TCG a lot, constantly reworking my deck and trying to get the build just right. I'm currently playing a Metal Ray deck, but I've ordered a lot more cards to give myself more options to work with. For future episodes, I'd love to hear an analysis on the metagame, particularly Standard. There's a lot more emphasis on Expanded since a lot of the larger tournaments are still using the format, but I would love to hear more about Standard as well. As for the mailbag, I would say you guys did a good job discussing some terrible abilities. I don't feel like I have much to add, but I have to agree slow start and truant have to be some of the worst in the game, hands down. Lastly, I want to end by saying Thatch is 100% right about Pokemon Go. He's not a wet blanket. He's just being realistic. See, this guy's on my level. <laughs> uh, it's great that people are excited about it, but people are getting a little carried away. What if certain Pokemon are only in certain locations? What if some are, some kinds are re- there's some kind of restriction on trades? There are so many unknowns, not the Pokemon. And all we can do is speculate. Hashtag Boast Thatch. Not Roast Thatch. (laughs) Boast Thatch. I like that. Uh, That's it for me. Until next time, Joraga Warcaller. (laughs) Alright.
4: I like his name.
0: Yeah, I do too. Uh, you get this next one from Node,
4: Maximus. Gotcha. Hello! I didn't write in last week. I wanted to, but I didn't have anything to say about Little Cup, as I have never played it. Though after listening to the episode two weeks ago, I've already started working on a team. I also really enjoyed the TCG episode. I hope to see more in the future. Also, a suggestion. You should do a TCG episode on the original TCG bass set. Well, um, that's... Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure up. you all... Yeah, I'm sure you all have fond memories of spending all your parents' monies on pieces of paper. I actually didn't experience this as I'm only fifteen. Are you still?
0: Is he still spending his money, paper, uh, his parents' monies on pieces of paper? That's my next
4: question. <laughs> do 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 have some base cards, including Pidgey from Germany? Cool story, right? Anyway, I'll start the mailbag. This was hard to write. You guys talked about all the abilities I could remember, so you forced me to dig deep into the re- uh, recess- recesses of the Pokedex and the internet. After years of search, I f- searching, I found these. First, do the starry abilities actually do something?
0: Yes, they do. They do. Torrent, uh, <laughs> Blaze, and Overgrowth definitely do. It's not um, Overgrowth. I, what's,
4: what's the Grass Type 1?
3: Overgrow. It's overgrow,
4: yeah. What?
0: I was right.
3: Sweet.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I've never experienced it working. Second, Risk works, but it sounds creepy. Plus, wouldn't it be easier to just knock off?
0: Uh, sometimes, I mean, I don't know. You, you could just save a move by just being like, oh, he's holding this, and I get around well, that.
3: You may not have knockoff, but still have figured out your opponent's set. Yeah. Which can be
4: easy. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like 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 Baynet, it has it. <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. Third, Cloud Nine works great, especially against Kyogre and Groudon. But the second part, but then there's a second part. I quote, but does not prevent weather itself. Why? Hey. Well, mm-hmm. it explains that it's kind of like negate. It negates, and then its abilities done. It's kind of like yeah. all like all the we- weather abilities. Yeah. Like, Once it's on the field, it's on the field. But It's 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 like
0: like a reverse, like, drizzle or reverse, you know,
4: uh, uh, drought. Mm -hmm. Is there a second use I am blind to? Finally, I don't like any abilities that they should be taken out. I'm actually a Gen 3-er. Yay, Ethan. I'm with you, man. Gen 3 all the way. And I like abilities. Before I sign off, I must say... Have you seen the back sprite of Feraligatr? Uh-oh. What is his most prominent feature? Just like Donkey Kong riding a bike in Mario Kart, you see his rear end. Yay, Feraligatr is proud of his bottom. <laughs> Keep it PG. Hashtag roast that. Flip. <laughs> flop. Okay. Alviter <laughs> um, Zane. I'm glad you guys said it, because I was not... not, not. <laughs> faux node use explosion node. Uh, <laughs> all right, you get okay, this next I'll one from. Say,
3: that's not for alligators' bottom. He no. has spikes. Yeah, behind it's, like,
0: him. it's like it's like his spikes or something. Yeah. It just looks like a butt. All right. Uh, you get this next one from uh, Butters. When is it
1: cut?
3: All right. Hey, Puckbeeps. Butters here. I've been listening to Review for about three months and have listened to all the past episodes because I'm quite addicted and drive like six hours every day with my work. I have to say that this podcast is by far the best and I've given it five stars on iTunes. I've been playing Pokémon mm. on Red and Blue and I've never played competitively, but I am now working on a team and for the Mega black question on worst moves, I would have to say Splash and Leer. lol. I remember catching my first Magic up and using Splash, so disappointing to say the least, lol. Magikarp used Splash, nothing happened, lol. Also Leer, also very pointless. Anyways, gonna wrap up my first mailbag later, keep up the pocket butters out flip flop flip butters that is what happens when you don't use periods
0: he used commas <sighs> though that's something right? that
3: was very much appreciated oh, periods are... would have been even better but thank <laughs> you for the commas you ter-
0: for you're becoming you're becoming so cynical like i was like back in the day when people just wouldn't have like good like organization of their emails
3: that's at least you're reading in your first language.
0: That's true. That is Take true. Take
3: some <laughs> pity on me people. That is true. I don't see a single
2: period.
0: Yeah, that there happens sometimes.
2: <laughs>
0: uh I've got this next one from uh Ruminate. Well, greetings thatch and whoever he has. I love it when people like start emails with that cuz it's like theme song. Uh I'm a long-time listener, first-time mailbag writer. I really enjoy this podcast because it's not uber competitive like Smogon. Having a family and a full-time job prevents me from spending a ton of extra time playing Pokemon, but I'm still a big fan and have purchased a DS and 3DS just so I can play the newest games. I guess I'm more of a casual player than a hardcore gamer, and that's perfectly fine. I mean, Pokemon's for everybody, man, and I hope to try to make this podcast like that as well. There we go. Something happened. I don't know what's going on. Uh, onto the mailbag top onto the topic of this week's mailbag. I'd like to say that I agree with several of the abilities you proposed, however, Klutz is not nearly as bad as you make it out to be. Clearly you have never used a p- low pony with switcheroo. This allows you to switch an item such as a lagging tail, iron ball, toxic orb, or choice specs onto an unsuspecting Pokemon, while not getting any of the adverse specs. On the right Pokemon, Klutz can be a great ability, although it's a bit of a gimmick. A highly effective gimmick if you don't see it coming. And he says he doesn't have time to play competitive the Pokemon. Look at this. Uh <laughs> An ability that should make the list is Damp. All it does is protect against explosion and self-destruct. Worst of all, they gave this ability to to Jellicent, who is already immune due to being a ghost type. Rubbish. Another ability that should make this list is Leaf Guard. Unlike Hydration, which allows you to pull off the rest gimmick, Leaf Guard prevents you from ever falling asleep in the first place, removing the one benefit that makes Hydration a great ability. Thanks for all the work you do, and I enjoy listening so casual gamers like me can enjoy Pokemon without feeling like we're signing up for a competitive lacrosse team. (laughs) I love this email. Uh, P.S. I genuinely feel bad when people roast for Alligator just because it's your favorite Pokemon. That's how I feel when people pick on Donfin. We're entitled to our favorites. Also, Whimsicott was never grass-flying, and this this isn't the first time you've forgotten a Pokemon's typing. Wow, why can't people just drop this grass-flying nonsense? Like... I, I understand wrong, that in was... this universe in this universe that we now live in I'm wrong maybe <laughs> maybe about three years ago though I was in a different universe in which I was right that's all I'm proposing uh-huh. that's all I'm proposing <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh,
0: And there's no way for us to test this hypothesis so it's not a very scientific thing but you know whatever uh, obligatory mm. flip-flop reference ruminate
3: well I'd like to say at least Jellicent with damp is better than Fan Rotum with an Arballoon. Yeah. And LeafGuard. Yeah. another I think, way in which Leafion sucks.
0: I think I think uh I think Damp is very good on Jellicent if you are in uh if you're in like doubles.
3: Oh, because it prevents the move from working entirely. In, in general. Yes.
0: So I think I think that's something to think about. But regardless, but, let's yeah. move on to uh to Shuckle's email. You got this one, Maximus?
4: Alright. Hello everyone, Shuckles here, and welcome to the next installment of Chuckles. Chuckles. This segment is completely dedicated to Pokemon jokes, and it's been far too long since the last time we did this. Truth to be told, these jokes are really not that funny. In fact, they are downright terrible, and you will probably hate me for telling you them. Probably better but- than the jokes I told at the beginning of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but keep going. But I'll stop being a um, defeatist. The way I say this word, it's gonna be a little defeatist. <sighs> okay, it's defeatist. like the ability defeatist. Um, he's seats. making a reference to the ability. But I'm uh, since we all know how pointless it is. Oh, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay. Obviously, we are already off to a slow start. Oh, oh boy. This is great. <laughs> hey, get it. Another pointless ability. Yes, I know this ability is not the only thing bad here, but awkwardly moving on. First up, what is the only Pokemon move Giovanni knows? Anyone? Anyone? That's right. It's nasty plot. Are you with <laughs> me? That's funny, right? That's pretty good. Next, why... Why wouldn't Ghastly confront Mewtwo? Because he didn't have a backbone. <laughs> well, oh, I'm I I legitimately gotta,
0: laughing. I can't. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry.
4: Okay, now for a seasonal joke. What do Pokemon say on Halloween? Chick or treata? Go <laughs> <Boy>. ahead. <laughs> Get it? I'm killing myself. Or is that you killing me, JK? Just a little murder humor for Halloween. All right, let's move on to a lighter joke. What Pokemon is fat-free? No, of course it's not Snorlax. It's butter-free. Get it? Get it? Oh, did you say get out? Okay, just for a few more. Why didn't the combuscant cross the road? To prove he wasn't chicken. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, that one was just plain lame. And and that's not me saying that. That's what's really in this email.
1: Mm
4: -hmm. (laughs) Now, we are finally winding down to the end of the segment. Please don't leave. I'm almost done. What Pokemon is featured on the cover of the new Pokemon Z game? You Mm -hmm. might be wrong unless you said unknown. (laughs) Ha ha. I love these jokes so much. They are so terrible. And on to that note. What do jokes about Garbodor do? That's right. They stink. In fact, all of these jokes stink. They're complete rubbish. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and I hope you all come back for the next episode of Ch- Shuckles Chuckles. With that out of the way, let's go to the mailbag. An ability that people usually hate on is Pickup. However, Pickup's actually pretty fun ability competitively. It picks up the items that are used by other Pokemon. Let me give you an example. I have a drum Linoon that has that holds a Citrus Berry. After using drum, my Berry kicks in and recovers a portion of my health. Now, whenever a Berry is used by another Pokemon, uh, my Linoon picks up that used Berry, recovering low health, and after HP drops for 50% again, raising my defense with a Gallon Berry or Speed or a Salad Berry, etc., I get it that this isn't the greatest ability, but it's actually pretty fun to use. I'm always interested in what I'm going to pick up next myself. By the way, it works in Little Cup with Berry Juice as well. Think about it. You can potentially have seven Berry Juices plus your six opponents via pickup. Runaway is currently useless competitively, and ideally a Pokemon with this ability should be able to run during block. Mean look. Shadow tag, etc. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm.
0: It would be useful in Little Cup actually with how much like arena trap and stuff are used. Mm. Actually, that would that'd actually be very interesting.
4: It could be it could be useful in a Nuzlocke if you're pretty weak. Mm-hmm. Especially mm. in Diglett's Cave. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Well, yeah continue on um it it still wouldn't make the ability great but it was have some redeemable properties I think you should hit the main abysmal abilities oh I think you hit the main abysmal abilities and I agree stall might be the worst of them thanks for a great show I always look forward to it shuckles awesome yeah Yeah. people don't like stall in any format no (laughs) uh you get this next one from antonin
3: (laughs) yeah yeah, Here's
0: one from Antonin, which says, please read with a Russian accent. Plot yeah, yes. it
3: says, hey people, please read the email with Russian accent. I have, on occasion, stated that when I listen to the episode, my accent sounds to me, not Italian, but like a Russian person who happens to be drunk, so this should work. <laughs> <clears throat> hey people, please read the email with Russian accent. I missed a couple past mailbags and I wish I hadn't. Alas, life gets in the way sometimes. Before I get to the mailbag, a couple of things. One, you had an Australian listener mail in a few episodes ago. I wanted to proudly say that I'm Czech, living in the US. So your listener diversity demographic has just grown to include a little Central European country. European we actually have five.
0: we actually have a we have a Polish listener.
3: And a Pelton guy.
0: Mm-hmm. And a Belgian guy. That is true.
3: Two, how do you find the time to train for tournaments? And how do you get started in the first place? I spend so much time playing the games that I don't really find myself having so much extra time and energy to ride around on a bike trying to hatch the perfect Pokemon. I'd love some advice on how to get into it. Uh, I've been playing...
0: hmm? uh, Advice would be uh, showdown to design a team. And then if you're breeding for stuff, I typically will do it like while I'm watching TV or something.
3: Or while listening to Puckle.
0: Or, yeah, while you listen to Puckle. Sounds like a great time
3: to mm-hmm. do it. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Pokémon Shuffle and some TCGO, so I definitely appreciate the mention of both. The TCG podcast is by far the coolest thing out there. It makes me feel like I can really get back into the game after a decade of not playing. Have you considered doing a TCGO tournament? I'm not sure if it's possible, but I'd love to hear about it. By the way, Pokemon Go! Did they use only Gen 1 Pokemon in the trailer because they're trying to hype up a remake? Who knows? A 3D Kanto region would be amazing, even if overdone. Maybe if they spliced, if they spiced it up with Orange League, it might bring something new to the table. Or maybe Gen 1 release is to celebrate Gen 1 release 25 years ago. I guess that makes much more sense.
0: Only 20 years ago. Yeah. Not 25. We're well, not that old
3: yet. <laughs> I am. Mailbag! I have no idea about abilities. I never knew they could make such an impact on gameplay. I guess now I know they're not just useless and they can turn much. Ah. I always plan to write a paragraph or two, but end up with a long essay. That is the challenge of a writer who can't edit it to save his life. This is not a long email, my friend. Random flip-flop fact! The term flip-flop has been used in American and British English since the 1950s to describe the tongue or no-heel strap sandal. It is an onomatopoeia of the sound made by the sandals when walking in them. Good day to you all, Antonin. P.S. I don't have an accent. And Czech accents don't like don't sound like Russian accents, but it wasn't that fun. <laughs> Actually, I Actually, th- I think I know more of a Czech accent than a Russian accent because I went to the Czech Republic and I never mm-hmm. went to Russia. And I think my Russian accent was like very stereotypical and very racist and sounded maybe more Indian than Russian, but hey, it's I, fine. Tried, it's fine. I tried guys. I tried.
0: It's fine. So we have one more email. It is from Winmore. Hey Pocalonians, Winmore here again with my second email to the podcast. I wanna apologize apologize to you guys for some of the grammar in my first email last week. As I was at the end of one of those streaks with only about three or four hours of sleep a night, and probably wasn't thinking straight. Moving on, i want to, I want to point out that one of my favorite parts of every podcast is when Scrawn unleashes a corny joke. His jokes are right up my alley when it comes with a, comes to humor and I am always making the corniest jokes too, even if my girlfriend thinks they are the worst. <laughs> Scrawn's corny joke of the week should definitely be a segment on the podcast, and I think I think viewer numbers would increase tenfold. As for the mailbag, your guy's last list last week covered many many of the ones I would have said Defeatus is such a bummer. I like the Arceus line, and, and keeping him very healthy when battling competitively is always a challenge. The first Pokemon I want to talk about for the topic is Castform. I think it's one of the most half-hearted abilities created. So Castform can change forms in weather, but not all types of weather? His base stats are so low that he doesn't have the time to waste a turn on setting up weather, and also makes his attack, Weather Ball, very predictable. Competitively, he is as close to unusable as possible, even in random battles on Showdown. Or it would have been a great opportunity to revamp cast form, which was the generation of its original debut, debut. Considering that we didn't get much new material for the game, allow it to change accordingly to all types of weather, maybe alter its ability to change the weather to the corresponding weather rock it holds, and even add some stat boost to it depending on the weather it is in. I don't know of anyone, even in the game, that hasn't just immediately deposited the cast form of the PC due to it not being very useful. Uh, next, next is ability honey gather. So Combe or teddy Ursa's hidden ability pretty much gives you the chance to obtain honey whenever, you, which you use to slather a tree, and then wait for some time for to use it uh, to come across a useful Pokemon in only some generations. Cool. Next is light metal. In my opinion, an even worse ability than his counter than his heavy metal counterpart. At least that one has uses with Aggron and Heavy Slam. As for this one, I cannot think of any good use for it. So you guys. If you guys know of one, let me know the secret. Finally, I have normalized, like a reverse form of pixelate, all of your moves are converted to normal type. This means, obviously, that you can almost be entirely walled by a ghost type, barring status moves, which I'm assuming it doesn't apply to. Thanks for another great show, guys. One more, out. Alright, well, for the mailbag badge...
3: Because low kick is a thing. Yeah. That's all.
0: Uh, for the mailbag badge, I'm really a big fan of Ruminate.
3: Hmm.
0: ruminate i'm I'm a big fan
3: well
1: yeah. it
3: was a, it was a good email I am tempted to vote for my fellow European, but he made me do that stupid accent so no
0: <laughs> i i i like ruminate I really like ruminate hmm.
1: anybody what on the ruminate bus this? with me?
4: Man, well, wait who wait who wait who has it? Let's let's I always Ruminate always, does not have it. I know this for a fact.
3: Does have I yeah, Shuckle have yes. it? Yeah, Shuckle has it. Alright. Then yeah, I mean this guy mentioned that Whimsicott was never grass flying.
4: He he
0: complimented me and you at the same time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He pointed out one of those sp- stupid things that i find hilarious like damp jellicent and yeah. i love those things so yeah i'm with you that
0: uh so ruminate you win the green tourist badge, so you can go to pucklepodcast.com and submit for it and we'll give it to you um and as always this is the end of the show so mailbag question next week is what's your favorite starter we talked about them today so let us know you can send that into pucklepodcast at gmail.com you can also send in anything else you want to to pucklepodcast gmail.com It's a great way to get a hold of us and talk to us. You can also contact us on the website through a personal message as well. Um, So this week, you're waiting for another Puckle episode to be posted at midnight on Monday, and you want something to do. So let me give you some cool things you can do. First of all, you can follow us on Twitter, at Puckle Podcast. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Puckle Podcast. You can subscribe to our subreddit, uh, r slash Puckle. You can follow our Tumblr if you're into that. Uh, PucklePodcast.tumblr.com uh, You can also on Wednesday go check out uh, YouTube.com slash PucklePodcast where we're going to be posting a joint lock. We do that every uh, every Wednesday. I can't give you a specific time because YouTube will not let me schedule the posts which is really weird and odd. Uh, <laughs> and uh, let's see. Did I mention everything yet?
3: Yes. Review us on iTunes. please. Please,
0: please, please. do review us on iTunes. I really appreciate it. And before we go, I do want to read our most recent iTunes review because it is my favorite iTunes review uh, by it's a far. Great one. Uh, this was done by Batman SAS, I guess. Um, so let me read it to you guys. This is my third experience with Puckle. I found Puckle in 2008 and I found it to be immature and a lesser focus on Pokemon. 2011, I tried Puckle again and still found that it lacked immaturity and did not make me want to stick around. 2015 With my interest in Pokemon reignited and burning bright, I decided to give Puckle another shot. This time, I have been highly impressed with the content offered. The fact that Thatch has been able to provide a variety of topics through eight years is a feat that in itself should be recognized. The Puckle community is incredibly inclusive and warm. This is reflected within the podcast with Thatch and Crew's constant support for fellow Pokemon fans, new new and old alike. Thatch has shown a maturity that I've wished existed from the beginning, but that's my expectations and should not be yours. From episodes focusing on battling to creepy pastas, casual and competitive fans will find something that, to enjoy that speaks to their interests. Puckle is highly accessible whether you start at episode 1 or 200, and you won't feel like you've missed out on much. Take it from someone that took a lot of convincing. This is a podcast that you don't want to pass by. But yeah, if you guys awesome. would review us on iTunes, that's, that's great. Uh, these things make me feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside. Uh, so if you haven't reviewed Puckle on iTunes yet, please do um or whatever you're listening to us on just shoot us a review that would make us uh very happy. Um without uh am I I'm miss- I'm not missing anything, right? If you also want to do anything else, you can come to pucklepodcast.com, just come hang out with us on the chat, go to the forums. It's a lot of fun. I love just talking to you guys. It's one of my favorite things. It's the best part, literally the best part of this podcast is meeting people. Uh like at least for me. I like I I am as much of like a fan and a community member as you guys are. So I really enjoy that. That's why, like, I purposely make myself go to the chat box every second Monday of the month for a monthly chat box meetup. So our next one, obviously, is going to be, like, November, uh, it looks like November 9th. So November 9th, if you want to come check out the Puckle chat box around 7 p.m. Eastern, I'll have Jirachis to give away and stuff. Uh, We'll all just hang out and just talk Pokemon and have fun. Um, but yeah, email us, pucklepodcast.com and I guess here in the Lavender Town radio tower, I'm Trainer Thatch.
4: I'm Mr. Maximus
3: and I am the.
0: I'm here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower. It's closing time.